sixth episode of the M&M Update with the big man, Big M, Mr. AJ Morris. Hey guys. And the little M, the tiny titan, Vicky Masita, mm-hmm. which is me. <laughs> um, so, moving swiftly on from our introductions, because everybody knows who the hell we are now, and if you're not, why not? Mm. You've been living under a rock, we've been doing this for weeks, so anyway, go and catch up on the last episodes and things. So, um, we are um, a bit of a different one, so you are a week out from your UK DFBA finals. Sure, sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean... We, we we fairly swiftly went into this episode. We have a we had a brief chat about each other's days, but I think we um we need to come to an agreement as to what we're going to discuss in this one. Um but I think what we should brand this one as is what's next. Yeah? Yeah. So yeah, um yeah, run I mean, you ask me first, of course, as we usually do. Um whoever yeah. intros ask first. So um you sort of run through potential questions that you want to ask as to what I'm doing next and then and then we'll move on to you so guys yeah you can expect to figure out where's Vicky heading and where I'm heading over the next few weeks at least and then obviously we'll update you next week with another update with more updates on where we're heading (laughs) (laughs) and more updates and more updates uh, yeah, I'm lost. Right. <laughs> so the last episode we did a rundown of the uh, BMBF British Finals um, we did. and what actually happened on show day, which was really good. So first off, let's just have a little bit of a rundown of how that last week has gone straight after the show. It's okay. gone quick, right? Crazy. Like it doesn't feel like we were in we're in Birmingham. Like what? What was it? A week ago now, or was it two weeks ago? No, it was two, two weeks, weeks ago. Yeah. Fuck yeah. me. Where's the time gone? I miss you so much. Yeah, I miss you more, man. Jesus Mm. Christ. We need to sort (laughs) out immediate meetups once. Well, um... obviously. Well, that's happening. Um, Actually, we'll talk about that later. Mm. Um, So, yeah, let's talk about that. Um, So, so, yeah, so you came off stage, and um, what did you do next? Did you go out and have an epic binge like (laughs) every bodybuilder should do? when they come off stage at a British Finals? Uh, no, unfortunately unfortunately not. Um, you know, the I said to Jack um, that I just wanted to have a steak. <laughs> For yeah. some reason, I just really fancied a decent steak. So as soon as I got off stage, my parents who had came to watch, um, uh, they were like heading home early. So I was like, on your way home, if you could potentially stop by a supermarket and buy me like a really premium steak like a fillet or a really good sirloin i love you forever and of course as um they love me they they went home and they they managed to pick up a steak and it was sitting there in the, in the fridge and kindly they they coupled it with some uh, fresh veg which i hadn't had in ages because if you if you're a bodybuilder, you know that when you carb up and you finish the last few days, you don't really eat veg. You don't really need it, and you don't want it in your stomach either. You don't want the food volume. So, to have that, that was fucking epic. That's all I wanted. Um, and obviously, I, I I coupled it with a a bowl of oats topped with uh, a little bit more cashew butter than I'd usually have. But I must admit, yes, Vicky, I still fucking weighed it. Um, and I, and I even, I didn't weigh the steak, I didn't weigh the veg, or put it into fucking my fitness pal or anything like that, um, so I knew roughly what it was, but the thing is, is with, with me and peanut butter, I can't 
sit down and eat a meal with peanut butter on it until I know in the back of my mind how many grams there is on there because if I sat down and I just ate like with an estimate it would it would actually make me feel more uncomfortable eating it especially as I'm doing future shows um so yeah I did that and that was that was perfect that hit the spot and obviously I can trust exactly what I was cooking it in and it's not covered in you know 30 grams of oil which has just been wasted um and you know what when I'm done when I'm like completely done with shows this year I will be going out and I've obviously got a trip to New York in well it depends what happens next weekend obviously we'll touch on that a little bit but it depends what happens what next weekend but either it will be four weeks until the final show last cigar after next weekend or it'll be four weeks until New York so um you know because New York is literally the Monday after that show the way that it works it's pretty pretty crazy um so you know I think I, I will definitely be in a position to start enjoying some foods that aren't you know oats and and potatoes as much as I love them you know but that was that was post show um and then sort of like ever since then I've just been back on track and continuing to reverse is is what's happening at the moment so my to bring you up to date with where things are at uh, my steps at their peak were at 25k a day um and I brought them down to 20k um a day as the as the change sort of midway through I think uh, about four, four or five days after the finals so they were at 25k for a while and man that 5k difference made such a difference to my day just not having to worry about that final 5k made such a huge like so i'm looking forward to next week because i'll be tapering them down even more they'll be coming down to like 15 and then 10 and then i'm gonna try and do minimal it, it really that that part like resting is fucking tough for me and i know that you're kind of similar in the way that when people say stop doing cardio it's like oh shit like really um because we I just kind of enjoyed that though yeah do any more cardio okay <laughs> but but what about steps like i like moving vicky like i don't if if someone was to tell me to like do zero steps i'd really fucking struggle um you know i think that's maybe where sometimes you could look at my peak weeks and think you know what 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 would i look like if i literally complete completely different did nothing and rested would i look better um you know it's, it's it's really interesting to think about that and you know that's where a coach might just say aj fucking sit still sit in that bed and do not do anything yeah. um and i might look better you never know so it, it's it's intriguing but yeah that 5 came in a huge difference i upped fats from 40 to 45 mm -hmm. um uh, I, I can't tell you whether I feel any better as a result of that um you know hormonally I'm lean like like just I'm lean and that's it so I don't think that manipulations in macronutrients are going to really make much difference at this point and then l recently over the last five days I added in 25 grams of carbs so carbs are now at 425 a day fats at 45 protein at 180 so i'm on 2800 calories um 
with obviously neat is still high you know 20k steps is not low um it's it's so doable though at the moment with my lifestyle the way that i live like and having a fucking treadmill literally here like it's so doable to do it that it doesn't feel like i'm doing a lot when in reality i am um so yeah it's it's it, i i just feel like i'm in a really good spot but i must admit mentally the last few weeks have been tough vicky like they've 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 been really tough because i've lost a lot of my friends that i was prepping with like i don't feel like i've lost you guys because i still message you every single day i still talk to you every single day i still talk to jack thorburn every single day um but like i've lost luke who was prepping with me who's a client of mine and we weren't that close, but just having the check-in with him every week and knowing that we were still grinding like and hustling and working hard together was really nice. Yeah. So I and feel like... he got invited to the finals, didn't he, at the BNBF, but he's decided not to take that invite. Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot going on at the moment, unfortunately. He's literally just bought a house with his missus, yeah, so yeah. he's um, he's got a lot on his plate um, and he's got certain commitments that fall directly after Miami that he'd have to be back for. You know, that's kind of the decision that I had to make as well because essentially if I wanted to go to Miami, not only was there a bit of a federation crossover, but at the same time, I wouldn't be able to enjoy Miami because I I, I hope to get the invite for the WNBF and the plan would be to do, to do both because I really wouldn't want to ever decline the WNBF one. And sure. if I did Miami, I wouldn't be able to go out and smash all the burgers with Louis Smith and, you know, and, and do all the fun things. And I I expect that, you know, maybe in the future with, with that federation or, or with another federation, I don't know, I'll get the opportunity again. Um, I don't doubt that. But it's that, that decision as well was really difficult. So I, I think I just had a lot of things going on. And I think this week was, or at least from maybe yesterday, the day, day before, realistically was the only days that I felt like whoa like now I'm back down on a level and now I feel okay again Um, but it's been mentally yeah mentally really quite draining quite draining stuff like you know and then then you start to sort of question yourself about oh my god like am I I'm actually I'm actually good enough am I am I I losing tissue now am I am I going backwards because I've been in prep for so long um, yeah. Am I losing fullness from certain body parts? And if body parts faded, am I going to be worse at the next one? And then when you just like just chill out and you think, okay, I'm actually on more calories. Training is going fucking epic. I'm sleeping like an absolute boss. I'm recovering like a boss. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, and then I say to myself, like AJ, you're smashing it. Like just chill. Yeah. Just, you're doing absolutely everything. You're not. You're not doing what you did in 2015, which was wither away. And I have to keep telling myself yeah. that. Keep telling myself that every time I step on the scale, I'm like, you're not fucking withering away. Like, do not chase this fucking number. Just get up and pose and see how you look. Make sure you're posing post workout. Um, and don't don't become this like competitive Mo Farah dieter you know and you've helped <laughs> and I must admit Vic like you've helped a lot with that in terms of securing me into the idea that I'm lean enough um that's that's something you've really helped with um because it, it 
at this stage, guys, like you'll constantly think you can get leaner. Um, a, a pro tip, like when you're lean, um, don't share, don't start sending and sharing progress updates with Vicky and Jack Thorburn, who are two of the most lean individuals you'll ever fucking meet. Because you'll keep thinking you could get leaner and you could do this and especially, yeah, fucking Jack Thorburn's glutes. You're like, oh, I've got a pound to come off mine or two pounds or four or... F-, and then you start thinking, holy fuck, like, what am I doing here? Um, but Jack, 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 Jack's been amazing as well. He's like, no, mate, like, you're in a good spot. You don't you don't need to drag off any more off this. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been good. I've blabbed a hell of a lot there, but... Yeah, it's been it's good. It's alright, we like the blab though. We like the blab. So, moving on forward then. So, uh, let's have a bit of a rundown of what does come next. Mm. Obviously, this all depends on what happens this coming weekend. But okay. what comes next for AJ? Mm. So, obviously, next week's peak week for the UK DFBA. I got my email last night from Lee. Lee Kemp, who runs the federation. And uh, there's... The juniors is the biggest class in the entire day. There's 13. Okay. So the other thing that's very interesting, could throw up a, an interesting day, is that originally the, the UK part of the show would have a winner. So, for example, last year, Daniel Park won the UK. And then... Shout out to Dan Park. Shout out to the Shredder. Um, he won the UK, and then very, very soon after that, literally, they'd go off stage, come back on stage. he compete against the international athletes, which consisted of the likes of Jay Robinson, and I think there was a lad from Denmark. Um, and Dan beat both of them again and, and won the UK and international titles. So he got two titles on the day. The change now is that all the juniors are put together. So the likes of Jay would just just compete against everyone in one show for the UK and international champion. Um, wow. So there could there could be some international guys crop up, and they could be good. They could be they could be amazing. They could you know you, you can think all of these things, but the main thing is I'm just again trying to bring the the best version of myself and then and then do battle you know i think the thing that's really settled in my mind now is that i can do battle with 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 a lot of people like there's not a lot that it would take a, in my eyes i'm not like saying this cockily but it would take a good junior to beat me like taff yeah. like taff is a fucking superb junior I messaged him the other day. Monster, yeah, like a proper monster. I messaged him the other day and I said, you know, what was your stage weight out of interest, mate? And he was twenty five pounds heavier than me on stage. Shit. Yeah. You could see it though, you know. You could see it. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. So it it would take it would take a good junior to to sort of um throw me off or at least knock me down places, um, which is exciting. And I just, I'm very excited for the battle that that will be. Um, and I'm also excited to see sort of Steve compete. Um, he'll be on, he'll be on much later in the day. The day looks like a very long day um, with obviously the pro classes in the middle. And then you've got sort of the men's weight categories at the end and then the, the overall. Um, so it will be, it'll be a long and exciting day, which is great. I've got a few friends competing in, um, 
uh, bikini as well. So shout out to, to any of those girls there. So um, that'll be next week. So peaking for that. And then I don't know exactly how the qualification process works because I've heard different things from different people as to how they select the world's team. But essentially Lee uh, is the, I, and obviously the other people in the UK DFBA uh, decide who gets on the world's team and the world's team at the UK DFBA go to the WMBF Worlds which are in Boston uh, which are uh, November 18th I believe so late November which puts that again that'll be another four weeks um, uh, if I do get on that team the immediate thing that I will most likely be doing depending on how I feel after um, the peak week next week I'll be doing at least three to four days of decently increased food um, yeah. uh, and you know I'm talking like above maintenance um, yeah. because my body will need some need some kicking up the arse to be able to get through another sort of four weeks of dieting so my plan would be ideally do a decent week maybe gain look to gain a good sort of pound or two and then three weeks more of in my slow deficit because i i don't think that i could just continue reversing i at that point i think i i would need to give my body a little bit more of a break um but then you can look at the peak week as potentially that will be a decent break but we'll see how i feel but most likely after the show i'll be be tired i'll be run down and if I can give my body a break and then continue to push on, I reckon I'll make that make that gap that month potential month, let's say, because I haven't done it yet. Um, that potential month a lot easier. Um, and if I don't qualify, I tell you what, guys, it's been a superb season, and yeah. it, I I will have to be very humble. I I, I will be disappointed. I will be disappointed because I poured a lot into this. Um, but what like if that happens cool straight into continuing reversing calories straight into an off season straight into straight into improving and then and just enjoying you know feeling a little bit probably a little bit more normal over time as well um and focusing again on like some things some things that are hard at the moment like running running the business is is a little bit hard like handling a lot of check-ins is a little bit hard i'm sure you can relate to this um, you know, yeah. trying to if 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 people like I've had a few people message me to come on this podcast as guests, and I'm like, I I, I must I must admit I've said no a few times because I just don't want to do it. Like I I, I always do this one, <laughs> um, but I I just don't. I, sometimes I just don't want to do it, and I says because I don't I don't have the energy or the drive sometimes to to do it apart from just getting in the routine of my day. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah. It's fucking hard sometimes, but I'm, I'm, you know, whatever, or like whatever happens. Like I said, I'm, I'm buzzed to get back on stage. I love, you know, me and you are the same. We love the stage day experience. I'm buzzed to, like you said or hinted to at the start, share the, share the weekend a little bit with you as well. And I'm sure that we'll capture it and get plenty of images and, and yeah, we will. Know, it, like it will just be fucking enjoyable. So um, it it yeah, whatever happens, it'll be good. And that's it. That's that's the plan. That's what's gonna happen. And I'm excited to see Fat Face AJ again. Mm-hmm. AJ's face does tend 
to change a fucking lot. dramatically. It's like it's like Dan Park's face. Oh, do you know what? I love Dan Park so much. I actually shared um, an evening with him because uh, Zach uh, got married a few weeks ago, mm. as, as people know. And um, I went to his wedding reception that was done um, over here uh, last weekend. And Dan Parks was there and I managed to. It was really nice actually getting to know Dan Parks more on a personal level rather yeah. than just a bodybuilding level. Yeah. Um, and that, guys, I think is really important to know as well. You can follow these people on Instagram and Fitzbos and this and things like that, and you feel like you know them on a bodybuilding level, but actually you don't know them. Mm. Um, it's like me and AJ, we know each other. We know each other on a very personal, very fundamental level, which is, which is what helps with our bodybuilding prep. Yeah. So you can make friends for life in this industry, and um, me and AJ are one of those people, and that's the reason why we can take the piss out of each other and say that he's going to get a fat face. Mm. But but yeah, coming back to that fat face, yeah, Dan Park, I actually said that to him and said, you, you, you know, I mean, the guy's going to shred it. He's going to be, he's going to Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully, as we both have fat faces, we'll both have world championships. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so cool, right? That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Um, I think he's going to be there over so the weekend cool. as well. Wrap up then for you, AJ. Well done. Yeah, yeah. So let's move swiftly on um, to yourself and what's ha- what's been happening with you and where you're at. So obviously, a bit of a different situation. Um, and I know that we discussed. Yeah discussed it last time in terms of you feeling a little bit down and a little bit obviously upset with the result in a sense and then having some debt some really struggly days that you had to sort of get through as a result of of coming off the back of a long prep and investing so much time and effort into it so how has the last week been and have there been any more bumps in the road that that you sort of particularly like felt like you need to share or you want people to be aware of in terms of what happens post-show and how you felt um and then I know that obviously you you took some progress images and sent me sent me them the other day and like you're still fucking shredded like 10 out of 10 shredded but to you obviously it feels different um so yeah explain sort of how the last sort of week's gone for you Vic so coming off stage, obviously, as you explained very well there, I was extremely disappointed. I was down. I felt let down by the industry as well. But um, a lot of people, I mean, I'm actually counting up into the hundreds now of people who have sent me messages of support wow. um, saying that, you know, they completely agreed with ourselves. So thank you to every single one of you who had taken the time out of your day to message me in that regard. It was really lovely. Amazing. Um, and that helped bring my mood back up, actually, which was really nice. Mm. Now, coming off. I didn't do anything apart from have a shower and scrub the tan off me and go to bed with a peppermint tea, <laughs> <laughs> which is slightly ridiculous, right? Um, didn't even have a steak, AJ, but never mind. <laughs> but the following day, um, I did actually plan on um, having a breakfast of what I wanted and then going out for lunch with my husband because the kids were at school. 
um, and then just kind of enjoying the day, which is what I did. And yeah. it was really nice. Now, I ate over and above my calories of what I was on through prep and obviously what I was on doing my carb up as well. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I really want to kind of focus on on this particular aspect is the feelings that you have coming off stage after you've eaten a lot more food than you were doing previously, you all of a sudden can get this immense feeling of guilt, mm. which is unfortunately what I experienced. Um, and I spoke to Zach about it and basically said, listen, this is how I'm feeling, etc., etc." And he said, you know, it's, everybody goes through it. You've just got to basically get back on plan, get on to your macros that you were doing. Um, when we kind of reversed out of it, which was 2,360 calories, um, 300 grams of carbs, and 45 grams of fat. So I said, yeah, okay, no problem, I'll do that. And then immediately put down the phone and thought, well, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So because I had these immense feelings of guilt because I'd overeaten, I worked out my calories that I would be on for the week and then dramatically decrease my calories on the Tuesday and the Wednesday to make the fact that I had overeaten. Yeah. So this is obviously what goes on. Now, my mum had obviously um, arranged for me to go over with my kids on the Sunday for Sunday lunch, and she made me an amazing dinner, and uh, which turned out to turn into an epic binge on the Sunday night. And when I say an epic binge, I'm not talking about people going, oh, that's not binge because you had a big ice cream. I'm talking about the fact that I finished four pints of penetrated ice cream, had uh, bowls for another, had chocolate bars, and then finally I actually stood at the cupboard eating a family-sized pack of Rios. Wow. I mean, that was an epic binge. And I was, I mean, I finally stopped after that. And the, the annoying thing was is that I was actually sat there, stood up, eating out of the Ben & Jerry's ice cream tops and thinking, I don't want this. Did you feel hungry? And they, but, no, I didn't even feel, well, no, actually, I, I did. But it was a different kind of hunger. Mm. It wasn't like that bottom of it, you know, your bottom of your, bottom of your pit of your stomach hunger where you did get sometimes off prep when you're too low calories. Yeah. It was more along the lines of the fact that I was bloated but my brain was still telling me that I was hungry. So it was like you're physically full but you're mentally empty. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a really weird feeling and a weird sensation and I didn't even want the ice cream that I was eating. I didn't want the granola. I didn't want the Doritos. I, I ate them anyway. And it was ridiculous. Mm. And I hated myself for it as well. And these are the... And again, you know, the very next day, it was just... I spoke to you, didn't I? Yeah, um, you did. And I said, I've been... And this is what happened. And now I'm feeling like shit. And blah, blah, blah. And... You said the exact same thing that Zach said and said, just do not produce the next day. <laughs> yeah. So because you did that and Zach called me an idiot, which he always does, um, which is great, <laughs> you, have a, you have a more nice approach to it and just say, dude, it happened, get over it. Zach's just like, you fucking idiot, what the hell are you doing? You're not going to do it again, just don't carry on. And that's, and that's actually me being quite blunt. 
Because I was like, I said to you, I was like, I'd be really upset if you binged on rice cakes or something. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, did you eat eat shit or did you clean food? I would have felt better if I'd been some food, to be honest. Yeah, you would have done. no, it was was shit. Yeah, it was I never want to look at another cup of ice cream again at the moment. That's how I feel about ice cream, which is a shame because I love ice cream. It's gutting. Um, But it just... It was it was more about the emotional feeling that I had after it. It wasn't the fact that my body was bloated and it, it looked physically terrible and I felt lethargic and I felt crap and the digestive system was out of whack. It was more about the emotional feeling of it. Sure. Um, so, you know, that's the reason why I got straight back on track and I, I stuck with it. And all the bloating's gone and the weight stabilised and, you know, I mean, my, my training in the gym has gone absolutely fantastic this last week. Yeah. But I do want to highlight the fact that if you do go through a very long prep, I mean, I went through, what, 30 weeks of prep? That's a long time. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I certainly wasn't restricted, but it was a very, very strict 30 weeks, and I never... No no cheat meals, no... Well, actually, you did have a few free meals, didn't you? But they were were tracked. Yeah, and no, the free meals, I didn't have free meals. I had um, structured refeeds. Mm. So I was physically told what to have. But before... didn't, didn't, Didn't you have before... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it was a restaurant and then exactly what on the menu kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm. So, you know, and and that obviously keeps me on track. When I'm just told that I can have a free day, I think that's when my mentality goes out the window. Yeah, same, 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 same. Yeah. And that is down to have the 30-week prep because previously, before I started the 30-week prep and I was an, an avid flexible dieter and I just packed everything... If I went out for something to eat, it really wouldn't matter. Wouldn't phase you, yeah. And I would enjoy it. Yeah, Yeah. nothing, nothing. But 30 weeks of prep, of being so strict and so adherent, all of a sudden your mentality just kind of goes, fuck it, ice cream, I'm going to eat ice cream, and I'm going to eat this, and I'm going to eat that. But emotionally, I felt so horrible about it, so I do make that quite an avid point for people who are thinking about getting on stage for the first time really have a look at the amount of time you're going to be putting into your prep um, and make sure that your mental awareness is aware of the fact that you're going to be going into a long prep mm. and yeah, you know, structure things properly rather than being so rigid all yeah. the time because it really is, a, it makes you feel like shit so, but that only happened the, the one time Sorry, the twice. So it was all in one week. Yes. Thankfully, I'm back on track. Like I said, my uh, my physique has not saved at all. I've still got striating boots. My weight realistically hasn't changed since show day. Um, however, back in the gym, I'm lifting heavy ass weights, which I love. Good. So I'm going between six and eight reps now. So really going for some heavy stuff. Cool. Um, I recall. 120 kilos for eight reps the other day. Unreal. Uh, for four sets of eight reps, actually, which was wicked. And that was actually my top set before I started prep. So, if anything, the ice cream gave power. Mm. Um, or I just haven't lost that much strength because I continuously hit my training with intensity throughout the prep. I never kind of reduced weights or anything like that. So, it's nice that I'm, I'm feeling strong in the gym. 
um, and that I can carry on doing that. So yeah, so that's been this last week. Mm, amazing, cool. Um, plans moving forward. I'm going to come and see you next week, UK DFPA. Yes. Um, and probably leave with no voice whatsoever because I will be shouting at you. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to get a training session in on Saturday, aren't we? So you're going to be lifting baby weights because you're going to be doing a pump session and your baby weights will be my heavy <laughs> So at least you don't have to up-rack and load the bar every single time. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the plan for next week and moving forward just to kind of wrap things up very, very quickly. All I'm going to be doing is carrying on lifting heavy um looking at progressive overload looking at progressively overloading the intake on calories as well is there um, any body parts that you I, really want to bring up vicky yes my back and my legs okay interesting cool yeah and how Especially how are you going to go about doing that are you going to hit them with more frequency or yeah so what i've um done put together is um, a really decent training split actually I've got two back days one that's obviously focusing on width and thickness nice. Nice. and a second day focusing on um, no sorry one day focusing on thickness one day focusing on width <laughs> one day focusing on width and thickness and one day focusing on well, width and thickness and then one day focusing on width and thickness as well so yeah so um, we're hitting back twice a week and we're going to be hitting legs twice a week well, my chest and delts are already very good and they already overpower the majority of me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just a small person. So I only do chest and delts once a week. Cool. Um, and I'll do arms once as well because they get very full and very vascular. Cool. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to be really concentrating for this first training block. Um, and progressively overloading food. I have kept cardio in, not to the extent that I was doing obviously with prep, um, but I do think it's very important to keep cardio when you come off stage because it gives you that mentality of one, keeping up cardiovascular fitness, um, and two, knowing that you're eating all of that food, you are still having to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I wouldn't yeah, so say. That's I wouldn't say it's a good idea just to completely bunk cardio. Um, you know, especially if you've been tracking steps, it's like it's something relatively easy to keep in. Um, so you'd be you'd you'd be kind of silly just to immediately drop it out. Um, so yeah, if you've if you've sort of been following these up to the BMF finals and you finish prep and you sort of ditch all your cardio and immediately transfer into bulking macros, well, guys, you're you are going to gain significantly more weight than than you need to, and yes, your training performance will go it'll through be the roof. Weight. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, and it will be weight that slows you down in the gym, and it will be weight that in three, four weeks you're going to want off, and that's where you get into this bad, bad, bad cycle of of dieting when you don't need to in your off season. You want to. Vicky needs to be in a calorie surplus for as long as humanly possible to make the improvements she needs. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure that at some point she'll document some form of a clean-up or a mini-cut. Um, but the, the more time she can spend lifting heavy, progressively overloading both calories and training, the more time she's going to be making improvements, you know. Uh, Off-season is not a time to be spinning your wheels. Um, and, you know, as enjoyable as eating 5,000 calories and doing no cardio is, that'll only be enjoyable to a certain point. 
and that certain point is 25 pounds above stage weight when you feel like shit um and i guarantee that 25 pounds above stage weight if you get there in two months one month will look a hell of a lot shitter than if you got there in eight months hell of a lot shitter Definitely. and you'll feel way shitter as well um so yeah, yeah. pro tips um but yeah should we should we sort of wrap it up there vicky and i'll get you to wrap things up yeah cool 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 um so i guess you introed our wrap up so guys um thanks very much for listening again we need to do our image so image three two one perfect um so screenshot put it on your ig story or screenshot the sort of the the iTunes clip or whatever in the, whatever's on the background of your phone or even if you're listening to it, getting in steps, hashtag expenditure gang or whatever it is. Or even if you're shoveling some chips down your throat and you're listening to us, that would be that would be epic as well. So yeah, thanks very much for listening guys and, and sort of staying on, on board. The, the, the views and the listens on this are, are really starting to sort of pick up and grow, which is awesome. And I think people now sort of because we've been so consistent with it they expect it which is nice that's really really cool that's exactly what we wanted so um we're working our way up to like 50 episodes and then we'll do 100 episodes it'll be fucking cool um so yeah guys thanks for hanging along and we will speak soon cheers vicky we will lots of love cool bye bye